Hey, this is Vaughn here letting you know what's going on if this is the first time listening to this podcast. This is an extended audio version of our video series on YouTube, Film Dispute. For anything in this podcast that needs to be seen to be understood, including in this episode easily the most offensive joke that has ever been said on the show, go to our website www.filmwank.com for a podcast companion that has all sorts of visual aids and shit like that. Enjoy! Shampoo or conditioner, which one is really better? A question asked 21 years ago by a man whose career could be called anything but happy these days. Adam Sandler. A career in movies that started so brightly with films like Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, and... This week we enter the muck to find out what really is the worst Adam Sandler movie on... Bonus Boot! Hey! And welcome to Film Dispute, the only show where two films go into a cage of death and only one exits, decided by you, the viewer. And I'm Rob. And so welcome back, Rob. <laughs> I said to our sound engineer, right when we were, we were setting up and Rob wasn't here, I was like, Rob's going to make a really crappy joke at the start and I was going to look at the camera and be like... Well, it's going to suit today's theme, so let's, That's true. let's be fair. Okay, so let's first off, let's get into the feed bag. In the second episode, I lost the best Batman movie of all time so rob punished me by making me watch s darko so here's my response to the watching sequel it. to donnie darko if you didn't know it existed sort of like a two backwards it's kind of clever it's really clever yeah that was like watching donnie darko while sick and having fever dreams while the word why 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 is just hitting you in the face over and over again fucking hell rob Thanks for that, Rob. That was disgusting. That actually made me feel ill. It, it's because it ruins such a good film. Exactly. It's tarnished forever. So we'll continue on to comments. So we have a comment from a cult leader, Masters of the Dark. Mart schooled Vaughn throughout. Gets my... Oh, schooled Vom throughout. Gets my vote. He replied to himself, <laughs> P.S. Both can suck a dick. <laughs> Thanks for that, cult leader. Commenter Nicholas said, Def subbed on YouTube. Thanks for that. Best vid yet of the series, in my opinion. <laughs> Different guest was refreshing. So Martin was a little can of Sprite. Rob, you know, a bit stale. So I'm really sorry we brought Rob back. So by this, uh, this theme, technically Vaughn should be out uh, this week. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe, maybe someone else can actually get a win. Lenark Illusion said, Hey guys, great video. Visit my site. www.goldmicrofonenerdsastupid.com So I went to the site and there was nothing there. So I bought it. And let's have a look. I'll just bring this a nice browser window up here. And we'll type in www.goldmicrofonenerdsastupid.com. Gold, what have we got here? Lenark Illusions masturbates into used nappies. So how much, did, how much did this joke cost you, Vaughn? 30 bucks. <laughs> well worth every penny. Take that, Lenark Illusions. Enjoy your night masturbating into used nappies. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so we'll continue on with our comments. Use nappies while they're being worn? That's up to the viewer to decide. <laughs> Move on to Jack. Jack says, I think Martin wins this one, but I can't decide if I enjoy watching Aliens or T2 more than the other. Side note to Martin's point about Cameron remaking T1 and T2, he always wanted the T1000 to be liquid metal, but the VFX technology wasn't ready at the time. Okay, thanks, bye. That makes my point that he was, didn't have the technology and he was waiting for two. Yeah, but Jack thinks Martin wins this one. I know. Everyone thought Martin wins this I one, I voted I think. for Martin. Yeah, everyone did. Yeah. We have Samuel saying, T2 is a great shop to buy tea. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, fans. Okay. Love our fans. That Just, was good. That was a good one. El Dossi says, fuck out of here with your restaurant food point. Give me all that corn. Any, <laughs> any that I don't eat, I put in a doggy bag. So this is the kind of people, that's what I mean, the kind of high-class restaurants that give you too much corn, so they give you a doggy bag at the end. That's the ones that giving you too much serving size. So I was wrong on that one as well. Everyone said no. Everyone was like, you don't know shit about restaurants. And Michael replied, you're such an Aspie cunt. So Michael, another, just, Michael just trolls the comments and insults people. Okay, so we've got some voicemails now. On the phone, we've got Anonymous. What has Anonymous got to say? <laughs> Thanks, Anonymous. Great, great addition to our show. We have on the phone Trevor. Yeah, good day. Uh, my name's Trevor, calling from Kmart in Alu. 
just looking to speak to Vaughan, please. Uh, just in relation to your resume that's been dropped off at the store. <laughs> Look, mate, would love to catch up and um, I guess just talk a little bit more about your resume and I uh, hope that we'll get you in for, uh, for a few shifts, mate. Uh, my name's Greg. My number is 089426-6442. And um, I'll be in the store till about 9pm tonight. Otherwise, you can get your business out tomorrow. <laughs> Cheers, Vaughan. Okay, speak to you soon. Bye. <laughs> so Kmart is relevant to today as well. Which it is. is. Really... That is actually crazy. Thanks, yeah. Greg. For the, I'll, I'll, I'll speak to you later. I need that extra money because we need to buy better microphones that aren't gold, apparently. $30 on eBay if you want to get some of these, by the way. Mm. Move on to Anonymous. You've got another Anonymous. Bring back Martin. Bring back Martin. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rob, you're not liked today. Hey, we're all on a win each. So. Yeah, true. So enough of that. Let's get to the results. Uh, last week's results, we had me versus Martin... Aliens 2 versus Terminator 2 for the best sequel of all time. Terminator 2, 8 votes. Aliens, 21. I got butts cunted hard. I got butzed really hard. Not as hard as I butzed you. You butzed me pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, but now you've got two losses to your name. Exactly. See, I, I love Terminator 2, but there were so many good points from the sequel. I think he's spent more time watching Aliens. I think he has spent a lot more time than me watching Aliens. I think he spent a lot more time with me with his presentation as well, with 176 slides to my 10. But you had animation in yours. I can't even remember. Fade? I've blocked it out of my mind. For losing that one, I will be getting a punishment from Martin. Here's what Martin sent in. Hello, Vaughn, and hello to all the viewers who voted for me uh, correctly. Um, Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, Vaughn, I'm here with your punishment. Your punishment is going to be to watch a film which is not too hard to digest. I didn't want to give you anything too difficult due to your brain issues. Um, (laughs) Basically, this film is Angelina Jolie. Jolie's first starring role. Cyborg 2. Uh, it's from 1993. So it's, you know, it's in keeping with the theme. It's a sequel. It's also a science fiction film and it's about robots mimicking human form, uh, human emotion, etc. It's called Cyborg 2. Um, it is a huge steaming pile of shit and I am filming this in portrait mode just to piss you off. So uh, enjoy that and uh, have a great time. I'll see you next time. See ya. Bye. I was about to comment on his portrait. (laughs) Vertical video. Okay. And Martin also wanted to let everyone know that on Wikipedia, and Jolie said that after she saw this film, she went home and got sick. So that's what I've got to look forward to watching next week. It's much better than S. Darko. I'll give you that. Okay. Well, thanks for that. I'll I'll be sick. Thank you. On holiday as well. So Cyborg 2. Did you watch Cyborg 1? Cyborg 1's pretty good. They're not related. I, I, I already have to watch so many crappy films. This whole Cyborg's week is fine. It's Van Damme. But it is Albert Pion. Uh, I'd rather not, to All be right. honest. Okay, so this week, let's move on from Cyborgs. Let's move on from me losing. Get back to me winning. The topic for this week is the worst, worst Adam, Adam Sandler, Sandler movie. Film. Um, oh yeah, film. Well, well no. I wouldn't call oh. his films films. I call them movies. They're probably not. Shot. Moving he pictures. Probably has never shot in film. Yeah. So. Now, what film will you be going for? Um, I'll be going with Ridiculous Six, uh, obviously. Yeah. Uh, why obviously? Because yeah, people don't know. Yeah. I'll be going with Grown Ups Two, the box office smash hit sequel to bo- uh, Grown Ups. I'm really into sequels at the moment. Well, Ridiculous is the sixth of the Ridiculous Five, so yeah, and that's the quality of humour you can expect in that film. So, okay, so I'm going to be going first, correct? Yeah, go for it. Round one. Grown ups two. More like grown ups two. <laughs> don't even do it. Like, don't even do a pretend impressed face. That's horrible. <laughs> um, I can I, right now. I can just see the mice, the cursors going down from the video to vote whatever I'm against. <laughs> okay, so let's give a quick rundown of what an Adam Sandler movie is. So. Adam Sandler movie usually has his SNL friends in supporting roles. And I mean Adam Sandler films. I'm not talking about like ad, like good films that he might be in, like Reign of Me or anything like that, Punch Drunk Love. Yeah, yeah. I'm talking about 
Adam Sandler films. So you'll have his so, SNL... Or Happy Madison films. Happy Madison films. That's the, yeah, yeah. So SNL friends will be in supporting roles. Ridiculous amounts of cameos from sports figures to anyone who will Vanilla take a paycheck. Yeah. and Shaq. Bad boy with a heart of gold is usually what he plays. Someone angry, but he's got a good inside. Lots of potty humour. Uh, really weird scenes involving supporting characters. And back in the day, I, re- I used to really like these. Like in Billy Madison, when Steve Buscemi gets a call from him and he takes him off the kill list. Rather than mm. end the scene there, we go to him lying back and putting lipstick on. And it's just a weird thing that didn't need to be there, but really sets a really weird creative but he used to, they used, He used to get it. Yeah, they, exactly. They it used, used to be good. what they were doing. But na- yeah, nowadays, yeah. it's just off the rails. And a lot of good-natured jokes and fun in the olden days. Yeah. And all the it was good nature jokes and fun. And then always, always an over the top, out of his league love interest. Some woman who is just crazy hot. Uh, I mean, actually, go back. Look, look at him. Look at that face. This is the, pe- this is the people he's getting with, like Veronica Vaughn. Me. And like, these crazy Drew Barrymore, Marissa Tomei. All these amazingly, amazingly beautiful women, all out of his league. I don't know how I'd get with any of these. (laughs) Uh, But to continue on to plot, let's go back to film school. The three-act structure. So you have a storyline, so you have an inciting incident that sets the character on their journey, and then they have a whole bunch of obstacles that they have to overcome, reaching a climax, and then ending in a resolution. You have act one, the setup, act two, the confrontation of the problem, and act three, the resolution. Let's have a look at Grown Ups 2 and what its structure was. So you have Grown Ups structure, you've got the beginning. No, that's not it. Uh, that, would, that actually would have been a way better thing. Just leave it like that. The beginning and an end. Okay, so here's what happens along the thing. Stuff happens. Just stuff just happens. And you think that this is like a joke. And If you've watched this movie, you know exactly what I'm talking about. A bunch of stuff. It's like they filmed it on the fly. Like, well, where are we going to go today and film? Act 1. A deer pisses on the family. That's, that's Act 1. Act two, Kmart. Just Kmart. That's well, all. That's that. the first twenty minutes covered. Um, no, at Kmart it goes for like half an hour. They they spend a half what? an hour. Oh, fuck off! Fuck off! I oh, I don't quote it. <laughs> and then Act three, a giant fight scene in this family film. Everyone in the world fights for some reason. It makes no fucking sense, and it's not weird. Like it makes no fucking sense. So I'm gonna quickly go through the plot. Actually, I'm gonna challenge you, Rob. Yes. Can you quickly tell the plot? Just get elevator pitch. What's the plot to Grown Ups 2? Um, it's a great question. Yeah, it's a really hard question to answer. <laughs> it's a hard question to answer. There's a lot of little things happening, but nothing. <laughs> no. Nothing really. But uh, I, the film is somewhat watchable. Um, no, no, but what's the plot? Tell the fans the plot. What is the plot of Grown Ups 2? I guess if you were going with Adam Sandler's plot, we're going with his character where... He's just trying to get his kids through a tough time at school. <laughs> not, like, no, it's I, not. Okay, how does he get through his kids through school? He goes through his. <laughs> the only thing he does at the school is he breaks his son's leg. That's all he does at the school. They, they set up a lot of plots. <laughs> yeah, it just—it literally is a bunch of stuff happens. So here's the plot rundown for anyone who hasn't seen it, and and it's better than Grown Ups One. That's that for, to me. Get well, out of town. Look at this. Okay, so plot: we've got Adam Sandler gets pissed on by a CGI deer. Okay, actually, I'm going to go back to this. At the very start of the movie, they wake up and there's a CGI deer in his house for some fucking reason. Before it attacks him, he's going to his wife, Selma Hayek, out of his league. uh, And he's like, hey, open the window. Open the window. And she's like, he's like, open the window. And then the deer pisses on him. What was he going to do if they open the window? Throw the deer out? It's a second story. Was he going to jump out? Like, I, it doesn't make any sense. Even the opening shot doesn't make sense. I'll credit it for starting with a joke that's... That's not a joke. It's a terrible... Like, I, I remember watching this film and just being like, what the actual fuck? But then I saw a ridiculous six. Okay, we'll continue. I'm going to quickly go through this plot. The bus driver is on drugs, so Adam Sandler just drives the bus to school. He just becomes a bus driver. Shit just happens to him. Chris Rock says, you should have a party. Because Chris Rock just gets on the bus as well. If Chris Rock asked you to have a party, would you have a party though? Yeah, I I would. But like, it's out of the blue. Nothing's set up. It just goes, hey, we should have a party tonight. That's that. And so Adam Sandler and his friends go to Kmart. Adam Sandler and his friends spend a heap of time hanging in Kmart, teasing other people. Adam Sandler starts working out in Kmart. 
Adam Sandler and his friends go to a kids' ballet recital where the ballet is mixed with stripper dancing. Can we quickly go back to the Kmart thing? Yes. He's become quite famous for branding in his films and refunding, like funding his films and paying back his films through advertisement. So obviously Kmart wanted in on that. Um, Is that a bad thing? Oh yeah, we had this this, uh, fight last week and Martin said, oh, there's Pepsi, 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 Pepsi. And I didn't feel like it was intrusive. It didn't ruin... It didn't take you out of the movie. Not like iRobot was ruined by... Yeah, like it's when it's taking you out of the movie. That's where I have an issue with product placement. And (laughs) when... Like, 20 minutes of the movie is actually spent in Kmart for no reason. There's no reason they're there. It's just they just go to Kmart and that's Mm. it. It makes no sense. It's totally intrusive. And there's other mentions. And even though they spend 20 minutes at Kmart, before they go to Kmart, Kmart's mentioned. And after they go to Kmart, it's mentioned like... It's, I think, probably 10 or 11 times outside of the Kmart realm. Yeah. Although it is a topic that comes up a lot, Mm? depending on our voicemails. Uh, Adam Sandler and friends go to a kids' ballet recital where ballet is mixed with stripper dancing, and the teacher is in front of most of the students with her tits out. Adam Sandler T- tits not out. Uh, Adam Sandler and friends go to a lake where they are forced to jump off a cliff naked. At dinner, everyone telepathically gets given the party's theme. <laughs> at, they're at a dinner table and they're doing a montage between all the families, and they go. So I was thinking like '80s theme for the party tonight, and then it cuts to another family like. I think they're going to go with 80s theme. And then everyone just knows it's an 80s theme that night at dinner before the party. So this is a seven. What's a normal dinner time for a family? Six, seven o'clock? Six, seven. And then, oh yeah, Chris Rock saying Santa should have a party at the Saturday movie. That's the party that's happening that night. That they're like, oh, we'll just set up the theme. Then they have the most ridiculous party ever that has about 80,000 people come up. All with the most amazing 80s costumes ever. That If you held a party... Mr. T, the whole... Yeah. Uh, and then Stone Cold Steve Austin comes and is going to fight Adam Sandler, but takes a dive. Uh, so then you have this like, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, nothing. Nothing happened. And then frat boys come and everyone in the party has a massive brawl. That's the movie. What happened? What? That's not a movie. That's just a bunch of stuff that they put in front of a camera. Laziness. And this is a big issue with this movie. It's a theme that I'm going to be following yes. on with as well. La- laziness. Yeah. It, it's huge in Adam Sandler films these days. Let's have a look at the location. Do you know where it was filmed? It was filmed in Swampscott and Marblehead. I'll give you a reason why. Take advantage of the state tax credit program to save millions on the film. Amazon has openly admitted to taking film roles, well, like choosing films to go on vacation and like yes. to actually yes. use it. Like this, and, yeah, blended, this, 51st Dates, like yeah. that whole fucking uh, thing. Just so go like, with let's it. Get, let's set a movie in Hawaii or... Yeah, yeah Ridiculous Six is an exception, but like... Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, so... Well, this one, he, it's to take advantage of the ta- uh, tax credit program to save millions on the film, which is, that, I understand, because they probably didn't have much of a budget. $80 million for this movie. But as a producer, that's good producing. Imagine the tax on 80 mil. It's ridiculous. This, like, there's nothing... You saw what happened in the plot. Why does that need $80 million put towards it? To pay his friends. Uh, exactly. David Spade's wig. Laziness. Look at that. That looks like a Lego topper. You know when you get a Lego man, you can change out his head? That's what's on his head just Isn't there. Isn't that his natural hair? No, they even and that's what I mean. Laziness as well in the film. In the film, they make mention of it. They're like they give it, start giving him shit for the wig, and that's what you do when you have like issues with your film. Rather than hide it, they point it out and go mm-hmm. like, "Well, I'm making fun of it." Buy a better wig. You've got eighty million dollars. Throw a bit to the wig department. Sam needs his twenty million though. Yeah, true. Uh, costuming. Okay, so here's a screen cap from Grown Ups Two, and here's a paparazzi shot of Adam Sandler in day to day wear. <laughs> He's not in a costume That's just what he wears They're like What's your character Going to wear today No I'm just wearing What I walked into The office today with That's not That's lazy You couldn't no. even decide It's just It's even the same Colour shirt It's just a shirt and shorts And that's what he wears In the whole movie He's being a dad A daggy dad That played basketball In college Okay so if you look At this Look on Google Go, go to Google now And type in Adam Sandler paparazzi show Adam Sandler fashion It's that That's all it is And he couldn't even be bothered Getting changed for this movie Into a different costume And even The laziness even extends to The poster Look at this Look at that Photoshop job His head looks like It's on a child What's with all the blurring And all this like Weird Was this a student project Like I had to check I saw this poster And I thought Oh it's some like A fan made one No that's official Yeah What's happening <laughs> it's lazy okay so as i said in the old olden days uh, adam sandler films it used to be about good-natured jokes and fun mm-hmm. and that kind of thing 
in this movie, it's just insults. It's just insults, insults. The whole movie is just throwing insults at people. I insults had, can be funny. They can be funny. But, but they're not. Yeah, they're yeah. not in this. Uh, and it's just mean-spirited. It's not fun. It's not good-natured. This is the first 30 the thing minutes is, of the film, and I couldn't be bothered going through it all, getting all the uh, things, because I don't want to take this up with the whole clip. Amongst themselves, like the main core yeah. characters, it's fine. Yeah, but if you're giving shit to your friends, that's but fine. To, and they do that, and it's nice. It's like, it's like okay, I, I get friends, that. Yeah. But like around it, it's it's These are people fucking don't weird. Know. Yeah. And also, maybe remember how we're talking about Kmart? See if you can notice some Kmart references in those, these wearing, clips. They look like they were in Kmart clothes as well. Attention, Kmart shoppers. Yes, you in the camouflage jacket of Mariah Carey hairdo? Beanbag with arms and legs? Have a nice day, Rapunzel. Maybe they're just mad that you keep going on the baby gap to buy your clothes. Remember, today's only a half a day. And a half a shirt, right? Might have known you worked at Kmart. And apparently the hair on top of your head didn't know what he did. Be favorite like this. I think I got something in my teeth. Uh, next time you should use that Chia Pet stuff on your whole head. Hey, Malcolm, is that the knife the Indians use to half scalp you with? <laughs> you cut out the best parts. Okay, easy there, Abercrombie. Okay, so it's just insults, insults. Just, I'm not putting it in that what Someone that thinks this is better than... That worse than Ridiculous 6 just call the scene in this film racist? Yes, that was racist, that, that uh, Native American comment. Racist. Cool. This is a big question. I was watching this, and the whole time I was watching, I was saying, who is this for? So you have these scenes. It's a family movie, correct? Yeah, I've, it's, I've got an answer to this in my... Okay, really? Good. I <laughs> yeah. can't wait to hear the answer to this, because I'm going to pose it to you. And before we get to Rob's, let's see I don't what understand you... the answer, but okay. I've got the answer. <laughs> okay, so we've got this. And this is like a little... Here's a bit of proof that I think it's aimed at children and families. So it's got a, whole, a lot of family themes. It's all about families. So it's for a family to go see it. Yep. And they bring kids in and watch it. And we'll have a look at this clip. And at, this joke will show that kids are meant to be seeing this. 28? So he's trying to guess the maths and the answer of the maths to the simple maths question is on the back. And so kids can watch it and go, oh, he's getting it wrong and understand the joke. Yeah. Yet. That's after, how the joke should be anyway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I reckon well, it's you not a great joke if you, anyway. If you can't see the actual... Oh, do we get to see... Yeah, you see it beforehand, yeah, okay, but the cool. answer's on the back for you to know that he's getting it wrong. Yeah. And so then we go to the rest oh, of the film. Shimmy, shake the shoulders and back and forth. Over the top shake sexual Very good. deviancy... Very good. It's, it's basically It's like SNL They haven't left SNL Look at this shot This is a male gaze shot If there ever was one It literally pans down to our ass And look at it This is a ballet recital Where the kids are behind the That's teacher That's the joke oh, no, It's not the joke It's just any good chance To get tits in it It's ridiculous You got tits Oh my god <laughs> What are you doing for <laughs> What a way to go out, Rob. <laughs> what a way to never come back on the show again. <laughs> By pointing out children. Oh my god, let's You're continue. You're putting it on the screen. Okay, this is the worst Adam Sandler film because it was able to get made. And that's what I, what I mean is. Someone <laughs> <laughs> else in the joke. It was able to get made. That's a serious point. It's a sequel. And that means people saw the first one and it got funding and it got backing to make another it, one. It made money. Yeah. And it was profitable. Yeah. That's why it's the worst Adam Sandler film. It's showing the worst of everything in the world that people like this film and it made money. And if you go on like Rotten Tomatoes and stuff, people, it's critics have downloaded it. It's universally panned, but people still like it and people still champion it. Like these people on YouTube. But when I was looking at the trailers, there's some people on YouTube here. Here's some of the fans of Grown Ups 2 trailer. I'm glad I brought that movie yesterday. <laughs> Brought and he's got a nice V Energy yeah. Drink uh, logo happening. And this person, Hannah Ekman, I love the video. That was so 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 amazing and very good video. <laughs> what is your favorite part of Grown Ups Two? Scene. I love you. I love you. These are the people who are fans of this. Hannah film. Ekman could have Down syndrome, and you could be a horrible person. Well, I already am a horrible person. But this is why it's a bad film. It's it's his worst film. It's it shows everything that's wrong with the world and that it gets made and that it's profitable and that he continues to make movies after this is what's wrong with the poor world. Thank you. Round two. What is the worst Adam Sandler film? It's a question a lot of people ask. That typeface is horrible. Yeah, I've gone with a, gone with a bad typeface. I'm just going to quickly go through the overall watchability of Adam Sandler films. You opened with your Adam Sandler stuff, so I thought this would be a nice little thing to go through. This is on my my opinion. I'm probably going to cop some clap. Some clap. Clap. Yeah. You do have the clap. Yeah. 
not anymore. Um, <laughs> so I'm not going to go through this in detail. In my opinion, this is where the Adam Sandler thing. What I found interesting when doing this was there wasn't as much shit as I, I expected. Like, obviously, a lot of recent shit. But then again, I guess Unwatchable and Recent Shit Together is pretty bad. Going overboard, we can forgive because it was his first film. It was in the 80s. But yeah, so we've got our great films, good, average shit, Unwatchable. Then there's a wholly new level of unwatchability. So Ridiculous 6 is a piece of shit. I'm I'll, I'll sh- agree with that, that yeah. statement. Cool. I, I agree that Grown Ups is a piece of shit also. So we are good there. Let's just watch this little clip from... This is You're su- born in a video call. I'm very happy someone this else finally did it. This is supposedly funny. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> <laughs> they put some effort into film that. He's running a concert. like this shit. Actually, the production value of this film is fucking amazing. And that's what's so disappointing about it. Um, it looks good, I think, the film. But that's pretty much all I can... Heard that. Can't be the worst ever if it looks good. Grown Ups is fine. Okay, Ridiculous Six plot, which is arguably the same plot as Grown Ups 2. Rich actor who used to be funny in films hires a bunch of his has-been buddies to hang out on set and get paid a lot of money while not giving a shit about the actual film they're making. So... Western comedies are a gamble. Even after John Candy died, Wagons East got released. That was his final film, and it flopped. It's a, it's a thing are that... Are you going to talk about ones that succeeded? There's a Mel Brooks one that's kind of famous. Yeah, but there are ones that succeeded, but it's a gamble. I haven't said that they're going to no, flop. I think any film is a gamble. Any kind of comedy is a gamble. There's lots of comedies that flop. Comedies is one of the hardest things to do. Name a Western comedy you like that's, Blazing Saddles. that's Saddles. not Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles too. It wasn't a Blazing Saddles too. Uh, exactly. You don't. I don't re- really watch westerns. I, I, I Kill Bill too. Not a comedy. Oh, I laughed a lot in it. Yeah, not a comedy. Spaghetti it's, western. Yeah, it's not a comedy. I, I, I'm gonna find a quote from Tarantino where he says that there is his films are. His films are comedy. hilarious, but yes. they're not. They're not comedies. Okay. Like you I can't... don't really like westerns anyway, so we can do Yeah, neither do I. It's the one... The, yeah. All right. Actual plot. White man Sandler, raised by Indians after his mother was murdered, has to go and steal money to rescue his deadbeat bank-robbing father to pay the bad guys that kidnapped him, even though he's going to die anyway. Seems like a waste of time since he didn't even know the guy. Anyway, along the way, he finds out he has five hilarious brothers, you know, black, retarded, Mexican, funny stuff. That's offensive. Um, who uh, join him on the journey. So that's not me being offensive. That's me telling you what happens in this film. I think you'll find the correct phrase is mentally challenged. Yes. Uh, but we can get to that in a second with a little video clip. Uh, firstly, who's still watching Adam Sandler comedies? And I think this is a good question. I think this is a good talking point. Who is it for? This film? Any it's film that he makes. These the, they're exactly who they used to be for. They're for us when we were 10 to 14. I think... Is no. it, do you, okay, do you think it, it actually is... That kind of thing where we're young, that we are compressional. Or do you think... 100%. But he was making better films. Yes. Now it's at a point where he's catering to the humor that people want. And people just want piss and dick and shit jokes. Okay, so I basically... I'm going to say, but Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore. Those are the two that stand out over everything. Happy Gilmore is a lot better than Billy Madison. Yes. Um, But both are good. They're both weird, but funny. And I think... It's hard to know if the we come from... has its moments. It's also not a great yeah. film to rewatch. But, but are those two of the shining ones. Those but I'm going to say, I'm going to say, it's hard to know whether it's just nostalgia that goes, I love watching that as a kid, or if it actually is good because that's stuff I watched it recently. It's, well, it's, and it stands up. There's... It does stand up, and and I know it stands up because as a kid, I knew that my dad liked those ones and he hates the new ones. Yeah. And he's an older dude, so he was watching them at forty. He's older than you. Your dad's older than you. <laughs> no, Crazy. Like, if someone at forty is like, they're not going to be like, oh, well, forty-year-olds are like this, but sixty-year-olds won't. Like, yeah. that's not something yeah. that's going on. But I teach kids filmmaking, as you are aware. And poor kids. Poor kids. And something that surprises me, and I have to hold my tongue, because obviously I can't yell at kids that I don't know. On the school holiday, <laughs> on the school holiday workshops, I ask what their favorite films are, and Grown Ups 2 is always mentioned. What? Right? What in, are you doing, kids? Okay, in, what are you doing? Yeah, I know, I know. In Boddington, my last one I went to, Ridiculous 6 was mentioned by two kids as their favorite films. So people are watching Adam Sandler films and this answers who's watching Adam Sandler movies. And that's why I wanted to make that point. This has nothing to do with an argument, but I wanted to make it clear that 
if you're watching this being like, I don't give a fuck, people are actually watching them. And that's why he's getting 60 to $80 million of film to make these films. He's on it like 60 million standard at the moment. So anyway, that answers that question. That was us, but we got better films. So in 10 years, I don't know, want to know what the comedy is. Can you is. show your kids at, in your classes and go, hey, this is an answer. They haven't seen Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison. Weird. That's the thing. Um, all right. So anyway, that's just something I really wanted to like mention because I think it's pretty yeah, important. That's interesting. Sad, actually. But what makes this the worst Adam Sandler film? All right, so besides the obvious fact that it's racist, Vaughn, you're a, you're a bit of a racist. If this wasn't the worst Adam Sandler film on... You know? <laughs> is, that, is that your argument? I'm racist. And then people are calling me and... out for ad... <laughs> calling me out for ad hominem attacks. And you've just basically said, you're racist if you don't... <laughs> and end. No, uh, um, all right. So... I have South African blood in me. I'll, I'll say that much. Yeah, okay. So... The idea is fine and it could have worked. I mean, the plot... I, there is a much clearer plot in this than Grown Ups 2. That doesn't make it a good film. It does feel like they just went with the first oh, draft. Oh, they actually have a story. I forgot about Yeah, no, they have a story, but a story doesn't mean it's a good film. Yeah. I, I saw the second Twilight film. It was terrible. Had a story. And Taylor Lautner. But as a setup, and the whole thing could work if handled properly. I, I, don't, I don't think the okay. idea is bad. But the film is fucking terrible. Okay, so the character arcs are also hollow. Like, they want to meet their dad. They only really find out from one of them why, other than the fact that, oh, it's my dad. Like, none of them are pissed off at him. None of them are angry at him except Sandler's character, White Knife. And even the one that does do it, like, it's a kind of good idea, the whole John Wilkes Booth relationship to... What did you think about the baseball scene? Oh, uh, the baseball scene is, again, a scene that I feel like if they... Old Sandler would have got it right. Like, the idea was good, but it just wasn't well executed. This film just had dead ends all over it. The two twists in it are fucking obvious. Like, you know that the dad's dirty from the start. You know that that's going to come back to haunt him. And you also know that the left eye thing... Like I didn't white... buy that, like, one night of talking to him. And he's like, oh, you're a good guy. Yeah, but it was just... You just... I don't know. You didn't know. And then, yeah, the left eye gang, the way that they reacted. I... Okay. But did you just say, I didn't know? I, I knew I knew the twist was coming. No, I knew these uh, twists were coming. Yeah, There's yeah. obvious twists. But I thought you just said to me. No, but the oh, guys, the characters didn't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. So and they were like, ugh, ugh, ugh. and I'm like, they if they've cut their own fucking eyes out. They would know. I did smile at the shadow. I I will admit to smiling at the shadow. That that little bit, but I don't know. It was fucking bad. And then, like grown-ups and like everything else, unnecessary characters thrown in all over the place to give star cameo roles. It's become a th- common theme in Happy Madison. It didn't have that in the past. I mean, I guess you did have Bob, what's his name, in um, Happy Gilmore. And then you had a few little cameos happening yeah. in Billy Madison. But they were sparse and they were well-timed, like used for good comedic effect. Yeah. Not like John McEnroe popping up in everything yeah. and that kind of thing that happened for a long time, which seems to have phased out. So fuck you, Vanilla Ice. Lazy Take jo- that, Vanilla Ice. You've been told by the Fuck PowerPoint you. presentation. Fuck you. Okay. The white with black text PowerPoint presentation. So let's go with, there's a bunch of lazy jokes that come off as ignorant in this film. And I'm just going to go through a couple of them. I'm not even getting into why this film is just... It's just inconsiderate. Like, you can make jokes. You can make parodies on culture. I don't think that's a bad thing if you're clever about it and if it's tongue-in-cheek. But, like some of the jokes in Grown Ups they come off as they just come off as mean in this film and they come off as like oh it's funny it's just like calling someone black because they're black and then saying they like rap or something no like didn't you not get the vanilla ice thing I got the vanilla ice thing but I um, that's not what I was referencing on that yeah I just think for the the record uh, vanilla ice plays Mark Twain the writer of Huckleberry Finn and Huckleberry Finn has a lot of the N-word in it, so he plays uh, Mark Twain as a black person. And because it's Vanilla Ice, it's funny because he's a white rapper. So lots of levels in that joke. They have layers of jokes in this. So the, the moment that money is mentioned and Sandler doesn't want it as a white man, we've got an Indian woman popping out of her tent yelling, we'll take it, and then he tells her to go away, and she's like, no, but seriously, we'll take it. He's obviously referencing Indians and gambling and casinos and blah, 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 which is just, like, not funny at all, and really out of place in a scene that it's, could especially if, if you're saying this is for kids as well yeah well this film's not for it's kids like I mean, a guy gets beheaded in this film but it is targeted at kids it's the same as grown ups like you don't know who these films are for like they're meant for kids but then they've got this inappropriate shit where Harvey Cartel's getting his head fucking chopped off 
the names of the Indian characters. That's his wife, by the way. He gets his wife to basically... Smoke and Fox is his wife. No, uh, I thought Never Wears Bra was his wife. No, Never Wears Bra is the girl that comes out and has the sex dream about him. I thought that was his wife. No, no, no. That's why like, he's like, no, there's only one woman for me. I was wondering why he's showing his wife's titties all over the place. Yeah, yeah. So Never's, Never Wears Bra was one of them. And obviously, like, if you look at the Native Indian culture... They kind of they earn their names based on things they do, and then in this film they're just like, you know what, fuck it, you're not wearing a bra, you'll never wear a bra, be the breath. And I know I can't, I didn't, I couldn't find out. I actually there was they actually changed that. That's the nice version of what they originally had. So they had something a bit more horrible, and I should have done my research. What was it? I just uh, should have done my research. I'm reading Pussy it ages either. ago. It was something fucking just stupid. Like, this was what like they were like, oh no, that's fine, that's yeah. that's fine. Token black guys making token black guy comments, and obviously it's funny because we're in the wild west. I didn't sign up for this shit. It's just thrown around. Stop hitting the table. Oh, sorry. All the time. And now fit Chris. That's for our sound guy. And then, of course, going full retard. Offens- offensive. Please use mentally challenged on my show in future. Now, the term going full retard came around after Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. And it's something that is addressed all the time. It's something that's used. It's something that's referenced. But films don't do it. It was done in Tropic Thunder in jest and they address it and it's great. It's like that the joke works. They do the setup and then there's the chat with Robert Downey Jr. and Ben Stiller. In this, they just do this. Everybody knows you never go full retard. What do you mean? <laughs> oh, dang! He fell down his pooper! <laughs> 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 Hasn't his career just shined like... Good joke. Mm-hmm. He's probably lucky he got that cameo on the first Grown Ups film. All right. So this film is filled with lazy jokes in general. I'm not going to even talk to him. I'm just going to fucking... Yeah, quit. I hate lazy eye jokes. That gonna... really pisses me off. The... Like, actually, a lazy eye joke, I, I hate that in movies where they're just like... And it happens in a couple of silent films. Like, well, the person's got a lazy eye. That's why it's Steve funny. Steve had it in a couple. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And But this one, I, I, had, I was like... Oh, Fuck this oh. fucking joke. But they actually had a sort of a payoff. The payoff the payoff was good if it wasn't so obvious. And I think yeah. it was... Well, yeah. at least I had a point this time. It, at so least I had a defend. point. Um, I will say, I, I don't know if it was Mr. Deeds or whether it was Little Nicky. I know both of them had lazy eye jokes. I remember finding one of them funny. What do you mean rad Mark Twain? He was being... Mark Twain is a black person. You didn't get the joke. You didn't get the joke at all. You're not cultured enough to get Vanilla Ice as Mark Twain. <laughs> Uh, uh, I think the donkey diarrhea recurring joke was hilarious. I never laughed once. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm just going to end up with lazy performances. So, Adam Sandler isn't a bad actor. I like Adam Sandler. Unlike Vaughn, I've seen all of Adam Sandler's films. I, <laughs> what a sad I keep it's hoping sad. that I, I want something we, more. We went into this and I was like, what films? And he's like, well, I've seen them all, so I don't care. <laughs> I was like, fucking hell, I, idiot. I'm holding on to that childhood dream and also holding on to the fact that, he, that Punch Drunk Love is one of my all-time favorite films. Even films like this, it's like, I know it's going to be bad, but I'll give it a watch whether I finish it or not. And this, this film, I couldn't. I first time I had to watch watch it for this because I couldn't finish it when I first put it on. I got to the lazy eye joke in the opening scene and was just like, nah, like that was it. That was, that was where I turned it off. But yeah, Sandler's performance in this, he's so fucking dry and boring. He's just, he puts on a husky voice, but it's not like a good husky voice. It's like a, I'm putting on a husky voice and that's it. Like that's his character acting. Like I think his character in little Nicky had more, more depth to it than fucking white knife. He looks like he doesn't give a That's shit. That's all his films now. Yeah. That doesn't, make, that, does, that doesn't put Ridiculous Six in a different place from it, Pixels, from Well, Pixels, uh, yeah. Ups. I, I, I think Grown Ups 2, there's scenes with his kids in it that... Well, the he calls cat. his kids fugly and that's it yeah but there's scenes where like he looks like he's genuinely enjoying the fact that at least he's interacting with, and like his kids are going to enjoy this film I think that's projecting you have no proof that he's thinking about his children <laughs> as he's acting he's like my kids are going to love this he's not always lazy I loved The Cobbler I think that was a that film was hard done by I think people probably looked into it too literally men women and children was great so he has the ability to do these performances of now and he's got a drama coming out with ben stiller which i'm really looking forward to but yeah this this was like this was this was a new level of not looking like he gives a shit of being there for me i think as bad as he was in or like maybe even worse than just go with it that was the driest of dry uh lorna went full retard as previously mentioned and nick nolte he just chose to continue his role from warrior here's proof 
Tommy, look, I'm your father, for God's sake. You don't kill your father, Tommy. Tommy? I think it's just his voice. No, he's Tommy. He's talking to Tommy. Um... <laughs> that was the worst example ever. I thought it was gonna be really good. I was like waiting for. I was, I was really happy you brought in a clip. I was really happy that you'd put some effort in. I was really happy. I was like, oh, I want to get amazed. I want to get blown away by the, the similarity. I didn't even get it. That was Tommy. He has a gravelly voice. That's his voice. And you, Tommy. <laughs> That's just his voice. <laughs> so vote for me. Thanks. Oh fuck. Your turn. Round three. Ridiculous six. F for effort. It's my point for this one. So let's look at the positives for Ridiculous Six. The film was in focus for most of it, more than I can say for the intro for last week. Uh, but Grown Ups was in focus, so. Still, I'm looking at the positives for this film. I'm not, saying, I'm not comparing, uh, I'm just saying positive. the positives for this film. The film ended. Uh. <laughs> That's about it for positives. Oh, um, so you're saying that you have positives for this film? That was... You're positive for a film that... You're going to throw this race card. I'm going to throw the race card. And I'm going to say that if you're going to gonna like support cheap, the film, you cheap. have to wear this because... I'm not wearing that. You're going to wear I'm that. not wearing that. Put it on. Put it on your head. I'll do odds for you to wear it, but I'm not wearing it right, <laughs> on my odds? own flesh. I thought you were going to wear it. I thought this was for you to wear, not for me. No, it's for you to wear. What are the odds? I'll give you a sporting six because a ridiculous six. Okay. Three, two, one, five. Four. Ah. Booyakasha. You should, you should have done the same odds, no jinx. Oh, no! My God. <laughs> oh, God. So this one is not so lazy this time, but still pretty lazy. So this time they have actual costumes. They're actually putting some effort in and actually wearing costumes. They're not just wearing what he wore like yesterday and walking into the Doesn't studio. Doesn't make a good film, but okay. It means that they put in effort and actually cared about the characters a bit more than I'm just wearing well, it. So you reckon he's even dressed as an Indian in Grown Ups too? Huh? You guys vote for him this time. I'm going to be so angry. <laughs> it was filmed on location and not a holiday destination lo location like Hawaii or Where somewhere. are we right now? Perth City. We're at... At a friend's house, we are on location. Oh, you're gonna pull the shit. It was filmed like at the, not in a cushy town. I'm not pulling shit. You are pulling shit. We're here because it's the best. There's option. an actual plot. <laughs> There's things that they have to do and they have to get. It's just not a bunch of shit that happens. It sucks, but at least there is one. And the action scenes and stunts. I actually liked the stunts in this. I liked his character. I liked. How you liked his character. No, I liked his, his, the idea that he has knives and he runs around with knives. That was kind of cool. I thought the action scenes, like this kind of stuff, this stunts are fucking sweet. Yeah, the production value of this is beyond anything he's done recently. Look at this shit. I was like actually excited in a few scenes. Like. That's like, why it frustrates me that they didn't yeah. write a good script. Yeah, but the, so they actually put effort in, they actually did proper stunts, and they did some good editing to make that stuff look cool. Adam Sandler is actually trying to act, and I'll say, okay, we've seen him in, you've seen, okay, you've seen him in Rain Over Me, you've seen him in Punch Dark Love, where he's actually acting. He's playing, funny people playing, playing, as well. Yeah. I think in Click as well, he's really good. Uh, in this, he's he's doing a Happy Madison one, and he's trying to act. Okay, so just, look at this acting performance. Voice. He's talking about his dead mother that was just killed. Look at this. Pitch perfect performance. You remember how I told you Ma died? Perfect. Look at that gravelly voice. <laughs> That's it? It's not, it's not his voice. <laughs> That's it's worse not, than my warrior reference. It's not his voice. He's putting on a different voice. He's a different character. Great acting. My argument for this movie. Because the movie is shit. <laughs> Netflix. Netflix is the reason this movie isn't his worst. So let's have a look at a price comparison. Let's just say we're going to go out and see the latest Adam Sandler film. If it's on Netflix, the price of admission, free. Well... If you, if you already own Netflix, it's free, okay? Cinema. 20 cents. $60 Australian because you want gold-class tickets <laughs> and you're not going to go alone. <laughs> Stretching for... Plus, plus snacks, free from the pantry. Just go get them. Plus $30 for candy bar, like popcorn and a drink. It's like 12 probably, bucks. Probably more in gold class. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, true. More for gold class. So even more. So I'm, I'm being generous here. Come on. Total, $0 AUD. And our dollar's bad at the moment. And in the cinema, $100. Let's don't forget the petrol to get there as well. And that's being generous. Because the cinema's usually aged away. In Australia, it's in the middle of nowhere. Why this is good. 
Not the film, but why it's good that it's on Netflix. No one is going to buy Netflix just to get the Ridiculous 6. No. You really think people have bought... Can you find any proof that yeah. people... Send me proof and I'll put a screen How am I going to get him to prove it? No, no. If you can find... He convinced any- his parents to get... One of the kids convinced their parents to get, get- Netflix for that first 30-day 30 30 free trial so he could watch Ridiculous you get, 6. You get written proof from the parent? Yep. And, I'll, and send it to me before I edit this. What about a video of the kid? Huh? Video? Don't, I don't want to film kids. No, but I'm teaching them tomorrow. No, get written consent... Like oh you know, well, yeah, film the kid and send in. If there's a video here right now where a kid gets it, just nicks this point. But the rest is true. But no one's gonna buy it, and he didn't buy it. He got the trial. He didn't buy it. Yeah, there's no way they cancelled. They couldn't. Have if you have Netflix and you're interested, you can check it out, no cost and no commitment. Which is why you only watch eight minutes of it because okay. it's so shit. Exactly. So that's the thing. If you go that's to the good, that's why it's bad. No, 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 no. This is why it's good that it's on Netflix. Mm. So if you go to the cinema, you pay a hundred bucks to go see this film. And you're stuck in the cinema. You can't walk out after eight minutes. You've got a sunk cost. And you're you not... can. We walked out of Paul Blart. I don't remember that. We walked out I, of that's, Paul... that's... We went to see Paul Blart. I don't I think even remember that. Worse. And I... We went... But we would have paid a dollar. Yeah, yeah. So, but you're, when you're investing $100 in this movie... I still would have walked out of Paul Blart. You can't... Not for $100. <laughs> after about a minute, you can turn off once you realize it sucks. No loss. Eight minutes of your life. Who cares? That's just amazing. Netflix is where Santa belongs. It's the new director video. They're doing some good stuff. Mm-hmm. They're doing great TV shows. They're doing great original content. And it's the future. Uh, mm-hmm. Non-physical media is the future. But it's still director video. It doesn't have all the glitz and glamour of a cinema release film. It's perfect for series. Movies yeah. still need to get yeah, to that exactly. point. And that's where Santa needs to be now, where his mm-hmm. career is at. Precious cinema screens are not being taken up by Adam Sandler garbage. More room for Australian classics like The Babadook. <laughs> <laughs> the reason this isn't the worst Adam Sandler film... It was an attempt at making a film. He tried. I don't like, think he tried. It, they, he tried more than every other film that he's come out recently. They actually went to a location. They actually. But the duo looks co- similar in that like yeah, level. Yeah, he's of, trying. He's trying yeah. now, and that's why it's not the worst. Because in Grown Ups, who he doesn't give a shit. He's laughing at you. If you buy Grown Ups, who he's laughing at you. He's giving you shit. He's like, you watched the first let, let's just, one. Let's just say. Let's just say this. You don't. This is not really making an impact on the film industry because it's just on Netflix and it goes out there and that's it. No one has to invest money into it. No one's buying it. It's Netflix's issue and it's not the customer's issue. So if a movie bombs in the woods, does it really make, make it a bad, bad film? When did you think of that one? <laughs> You're not saying that. Okay, one. no, I'm going to say if a movie bombs in the woods and no one's allowed to watch it, does it really count as a bomb? Yes, it's shit. It's a shit, but no one's there to watch it. Have you not ever heard of uh, ancient Chinese proverbs? Have you? Yes. If a film bombs in the woods and no one's there to watch it, does it even really exist at all? Quote one more ancient Chinese proverb in movie form. Round four. Grown Ups 2. A very bad film, but is it as bad as Ridiculous 6? No, it isn't. So, why doesn't it completely suck? It's a family comedy, so it plays it safe. All yes. Right, all those titties and... No, but you've got to think about the context of family. Who's in a family? There's a dad who's with his wife. He's got his kids. The movie's got to be for everyone. He's got to go home and masturbate, doesn't he? What is he going to masturbate to? But they give it to the woman as well. She's got... That's a terrible sentence. Um, she's got the Pilates and, instructor or and, the, whatever well, the fucking ox- he doesn't have his titties out and, and, and you're and really gonna call you're really gonna call the lonely island mass material for women yeah why not why not so we've got that they're, they're treating it like that they're like jizzing over him and then you've got the guy stuff so the family it caters to a family you've been with a girl before they're jizzing over him <laughs> fucking hell I have been with a girl yeah <laughs> I felt like the characters were a bit more toned down in this than... I mean, Adam Sandler's super toned down in Regal 6, but the others are just like fucking... This film, it's just like... It is it is lazy, but it's watchable. Like, I got through it, and that, that basically makes me say it's watchable in one sitting. Shout out to the boys who did a podcast where they watched it 52 times in a row every week. <laughs> Grown Ups 2? Yeah. Oof. Should listen to a podcast. It's a really good podcast. Fifty-two times in one week. No, no, fifty-two times every week for a year. Okay, I think they review it every time. I hope they do that with Ridiculous Six because that no, they did it with Sex and the City two afterwards. Anyway, continue. This was watchable in one sitting. First time I put on Ridiculous Six, I turned it off after I 
pretty much during the lazy eye scene at the start, I was just like, well, I know where this is going. He said engine and he's got a lazy eye. Ah. Whereas Ridiculous 6, yeah, as I said, like, it took me a, a couple of sit-throughs even for this. Kevin James wasn't the lead in Grown Ups 2. He wasn't the lead in Ridiculous 6 either, but he wasn't the lead in Grown Ups 2. I'm clutching at straws as to why this film doesn't suck. What the? That's why? Ha! That's not even a comparison! What are you about? <laughs> he's not in this movie, but he's not in the movie that I'm camp... <laughs> he's not the lead that I'm campaigning. What's your point? Okay. Well, how is that a point? He's not the lead in the movie that you're defending. But he's not the lead. If he's not the lead in something, I give it points. And even so, you get you give it six points as well. well I guess so. Then that's not a point. That's not a point. All right, these films suck so bad. Vaughn, let me get through this. My smile, almost audible laugh count. I originally did the title as laugh count, but that's just fucking ridiculous. Let's go with ooh, Grown Ups Nine. I smiled nine times watching Grown Ups. Did you laugh at all? I don't think I did. and I Really? You didn't laugh at Summertime? No. I, I found that so funny because it was just, what is even going on? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, never, I never found, I, I was just like, why am I smiling at this? Like, this isn't funny, but it's just so bad, it's good. Whereas, see, Grown Ups is so bad, it's good. Whereas, Ridiculous Six is so bad, it's bad. But I did smile four times, but that's a lot less than in Grown Ups. <laughs> Teaching maths. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm going to go to the level of the jokes in these movies. So, oh the worst joke in Ridiculous 6 at least has a punchline. Like, this has a punchline, and it's not funny at all. And like, I went fair. You play it. I want to see I went what it fair. Is. <laughs> You're laughing. You're that loving it. Likes you. He likes you. There's a punchline in that, right? And you laughed and I was laughing. I sounded and he was loving it. Vote for Ridiculous 6. No, vote for for Grown Ups 2 to be the worst film ever. Now, this is a recurring joke that occurs in Grown Ups 2. Oh, no, not this one. And I don't don't get this. You're meant to be defending this film. No, no, I'm, I'm defending it like it's like I, I just, oh, I've got, I just. Malcolm, I didn't know you worked at Kmart. And apparently the hair on top of your head didn't know it either. <laughs> what? Do me a favor, go like this. I think I got something in my teeth. <laughs> what? You know, uh, next time you should use that Chia Pet stuff on your whole head. <laughs> what? <laughs> but it's a recurring joke that grows. It goes through the family. And we get to the end. What? So you decided to come as a black muppet? Do me a favor and shut your mouth before I slap that mohawk into a chin strap. What? So, so this was this is Rob defending Grown Ups Two, showing the worst joke. My defense is your. La- I don't know why you were laughing at diarrhea because that joke was not. Chris, Chris, our sound engineer was laughing. He was laughing at us laughing. You were laughing. He was laughing at us laughing. Chris, were you laughing at us or were you laughing at the diarrhea? Bit of both. Yes. <laughs> we need to get a new sound engineer. Um, <laughs> At least this joke grows. The recurring... Like, it grows to the point where you get the family together. It's not funny. This is the worst point you've ever made. Cool. I don't know why you tried to bring in the I worst... I think I just wanted to show you how shit that scene was, which is terrible in an argument thing, but that shows my level of this. So vote for me and I might give money to charity. The <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. They go the distance. Wow. So you've heard why I think Grown Ups 2 is the worst Adam Sandler film. You've heard why Rob thinks Ridiculous 6 is. And now it's up to you to decide who wins by going to www.filmwank.com and voting for Rob or me. Or if you think either of us are wrong, if you think Jack and Jill, if you think Billy Madison, if you think Rain Over Me, you can write in the comments. You can give us a call. If you think Rain Over Me, then you approve September 11. (laughs) Maybe write a comment. Maybe leave a voicemail. Call us up on 94680169 and leave us a lovely voicemail. And if I'm not busy at work at Kmart, I might pick up. And yeah, until then, I'll see you next week. And fuck you, Adam Sandler. <laughs>